Okay, hey everyone, welcome back to the Red Deer Public Library official podcast, part of the story, um, quarantine edition, I guess. Yeah, no um, kidding. <laughs> um, if you guys notice anything, um, audio might sound a little bit different because we are recording from home, from two yeah, separate homes. Time. <laughs> Distance. I know, so if it sounds a little funky, um, that would be why, but we are making do with what we got Yeah, to bring it We're to trying the our best. We are physical distancing, if not social distancing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so we'll get we'll get to it, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so. we kind of wanted to let you guys know of like things that you know, different books that we enjoy that you guys can find on our digital resources um, sites like Libby and RB Digital and things like that, um, because I know everyone's probably stuck at home. And <laughs> as they should be, hopefully. As as you should be. Unless um, you're an essential worker, then exactly thank you for being out in the world. Exactly. We appreciate <laughs> you. Um so yeah, so Claire, did you want to start us off? What did you find? That, sure. That well, I'm just gonna make a quick note mm-hmm. uh for people that are not familiar. Um our streaming or well, not our streaming service, our book downloading service is called yes. Libby. And if you don't have it, never used it, don't have a library card we're speaking gibberish to you, um, call the, or not call the library, email the library at inquiries at rdpl.org yeah. or connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And we can either get you connected, get you a library card, renew your library card, All whatever you stuff. need. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought I would mention that before we go in deep diving yes. into our uh, recommendations. Um, I thought I would start with eBooks, if that's cool with you. Mm-hmm. All right. So one of my first recommendations is like a sweet escapist YA. Okay, perfect. Because I feel like, yeah, I feel like people might be in the mood for that. I I think so. (laughs) Like maybe. So it's called The Upside of Falling by Alex Light. And I came across it mm, probably like six weeks ago, seven weeks ago, you know, when the world was normal. Normal. And I was out in the world at chapters and browsing and all that kind of stuff. And the cover was just like so cute. It's a bright blue. It's one of those like animated covers that they're doing now, particularly uh-huh. for like romance. It was like so cute. And I was just super into it. Drawn so I was like, okay, it. exactly. Okay. So I was like, I'm gonna pick this up. It's going to be adorable, et cetera, et cetera. And it was, I think I read it in one Sunday afternoon <laughs> and it was so feel good. That, like, I couldn't stand it. So we have it on Libby, which, like, get out there. Yeah, Yeah, get out there and download it. Because it's just the perfect sort of light, feel-good read. It's just so good. Mm, It's nice. Yeah, it it is. And then um, sort of shifting. This is also, I've noticed that most of my list is YA. Yeah. But, (laughs) which is kind (laughs) of, we expect anything less? Right. So my next one, I'm going to butcher the name of the author. It's okay. Amblin Kawamulina, I think. Okay. And she's an indigenous Australian author of YA. And the book is called The Interrogation of a Shallow Wolf. Ooh. And I love Australian YA. I think we've mentioned, or I've mentioned it probably a couple of times. Um, but I love Australian YA. But the weird thing with Australian YA is when it's um, published in Australia, it takes a minute for it to get published elsewhere so this book I probably read five six seven years ago like a little while ago but Mm -hmm. I just got the third book for Christmas this year oh my god 
<laughs> yeah. So like it takes a minute. So we have all three books actually oh, on cool. yeah, on Libby right now. And I would definitely recommend it. It's sort of a post-apocalyptic. It has like a little bit of like paranormal, like sci-fi elements. And you follow like each book has a different character name as the title character Mm -hmm. but all the other characters are sort of there it just switches the story slightly as to who's I don't know the lead of whichever story oh that's interesting yeah it was really good I really really liked it and then so I think I have for sure mentioned Julie Berry on the podcast before because she writes one of my favorite all-time ways called all the truth that's in me which is a super dark read and people would probably be like, why is that your favorite? It's very bizarre. And like it is. But she wrote this book and I read it last year. And it, it was a five-star read for me last year. And I think one of only like five Ooh, that I read. Okay. That was a five-star read. And and um, if, if none of you know, Claire's pretty picky when it comes to, <laughs> comes to books. Yeah. So a five-star is hard to come by. When I rate books, if I read it a one or two, like I literally... It's don't even bother. Yeah. it Like, and it breaks my heart. So I try not to even put those on my Goodreads because I don't want authors to see... <laughs> For me, like a three is fine. Like it sort of is what it's supposed to be. And like, it's fine. A four is good. A five is great. Mm, Okay. And like recently I had a discussion with one of my friends and he was like, you can't do anything on a five star scale. That's dumb. It has to be a minimum out of 10. But Goodreads (laughs) does a five. So when I'm talking about books, I always think of it in a five star scale. But it was a whole conversation. So anyways. (laughs) (laughs) slightly digress (laughs) um so julie berry has i think this was her second book or at least her second book in like the ya space Mm -hmm. and it's called the lovely war and it's um it's about world war one and world war two and so the chapters alternate and in world war one the characters like the boy is going off to war and the girl is you know heartbroken and in love and they're trying to get through the war effort and like all that kind of stuff it's romantic etc etc and then in world war two the characters are Greek gods. So it's Aphrodite telling the story Ooh. of like what happened in World War One. I. I feel like I so, would like that one. Oh, it's so good. And we have it in ebook and e audiobook. And I didn't listen to the e audio, but I assume it's just as fantastic as reading it. It's so good. Like, oh. I don't usually read like war ish books. No. Um, like, it's just not what I'm drawn to. But this one is so romantic, first of all, which is absolutely what I'm drawn to <laughs> so if, but it's... if um if like kind of the main concept of the book was like the world wars like what drew you to it then if that's not usually what you it go was for. Julie Berry like oh, the okay. cover also like YA covers are they're nice oh they're so Some of them good are so nice yeah they're so good so and it's like it how can you not the... judge a book by its I cover know. it's like this cover is beautiful it has this girl in this pink um coat and she's sort of holding the Eiffel Tower in her hands. Ooh. And it's just, it's beautiful. And yeah, normally I don't, but I was like, oh, it's a love story. Oh, it's Julie Berry. <laughs> so like, I'm gonna I'll make give a it a try. Story. Exactly. And I was really happy I did. It's not as like deep, like it gets a little bit real about the mm-hmm. war, but it's not like That's, deep it's graphic into it. Yeah. yeah. So it does focus more on the other things. And there are some like heartbreaking parts, obviously, mm-hmm. but hopeful and uplifting and I really liked it nice very nice (laughs) and then I just have two more in the in the ebook space for sure um so one I thought like what's sort of an oldish one that probably a lot of 
millennials and perhaps even Sage as a Gen Z would have <laughs> I don't read like and... that. I think I think there should be between like, you know, the four years between like nineteen ninety five and two thousand, we should have our own little <laughs> Your own little, little niche. Yeah. <laughs> I do not identify with either. So <laughs> Okay. So the Sage generation. Mm-hmm. Um... If if you know, you know. <laughs> Um, it was The Giver. Do you remember reading The Giver? I loved The Giver. I don't remember having any particular feelings back in school. I know I read it in like the third or fourth grade. I clearly remember being at like the Pines Community School. Yeah. And, like having the little book. Like I clearly remember that. But I don't remember but having feelings. in third grade, I feel like you wouldn't even, even get half no. of the... And that's the thing. So some years ago, I was in my early 20s. My sister was working at Calgary Public Library at the mm-hmm. time. And um, I can't remember if Lois Lowry came to the library or just to like a bookstore around there. But my sister Ooh. got me a signed copy, signed hardcover, special edition copy. Oh so I reread it in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. And then I was I was actually thinking about it the other day. It came up in conversation. And then I was like, oh, yeah, the giver. So I looked it up on Libby. We have it. It was available at the time of this recording. I can't make any allowances now. <laughs> but I just thought, like, what a great reread for yeah, someone seriously. now. Well, but then also, like, what a great read along. Like, everyone has their kids at home from school. Yeah. Um, what a great book to read as a family out loud. It's that's just, true. it offers different age groups so many things. And a lot, to, yeah. And that's the thing, too, for, like, young kids. Like, even just to think about, you know, the content of what it is right yeah makes you think um and on netflix i'm not sure if it's still there but a couple weeks ago it was um i remember seeing it in theaters because they came out with the giver movie oh yeah they aged them all a little bit so i was like they did i know but they always do that with movies they do. I, but I did enjoy the movie and i watched it again like half a year ago probably mm-hmm. um, probably even sooner than that and it still held up it was pretty good so i don't think i've you... ever seen it so now i feel like that has to add to my list if, if you read the book watch the movie and then <laughs> let us know what you think yeah no kidding and then my last is pure unadulterated and i do mean adult <laughs> escapism so when i started reading romance originally oh, no. yeah we's about to get in a deep dive <laughs> <laughs> so when i started reading romance originally I didn't read just like romance. I read almost exclusively paranormal romance. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> what oh, does yeah. that even involve? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's almost always vampires. Sometimes it's demons. It's oh. always somewhat graphic. <laughs> <laughs> and well, it's like, you know, you're home a lot now, so yeah. <laughs> you're alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um what I'm gonna recommend is a series slash a newish book in the series and this series is a series that I didn't read in order which is okay. kind of strange for me do you so, have to um like you probably Should. like I mean yeah I mean I'm sure the author would be like yes because one book builds on the other <laughs> but for me this one I just like jumped around based on mm-hmm. like the write-ups I guess because I remember so Sherilyn Kenyon was my first paranormal romance author that I ever read and that book was called Night Pleasures I still recall (laughs) oh yeah Um, do you have a favorite page too (laughs) if only I could recall but it was fantastic I loved it so much read the series Dark Hunter series if you're a paranormal romance reader you know that series absolutely and this series like I started reading around the same time and it's called The Black Dagger Brotherhood which you've Mm -hmm. probably seen 
a million of those books come in. I'm, I'm sure if I if I were to desk. see it, I would recognize it. Yeah. yeah. So it's written by J.R. Ward, and I remember hating the first book. I don't know okay. why I continued in the series. I read the first book. I did not like it. <laughs> you gave it a one star. <laughs> yeah. Like if I go back in my Goodreads, I literally think it has a two star, and Ooh. it's from years, years, and years ago. And then. I must have randomly like picked up a paperback at the library or at a used bookstore and then like just read them completely out of order. Mm -hmm. And in the last few years, I've been super into the series. I don't know why. Like I bought the hardcover. (laughs) (laughs) I guess feelings change. I know. And next week, the next like the next new one comes out and I'm already thinking about placing a chapter's order. So (laughs) there we are. So anyways, will, will it still get delivered? Are they still um, fulfilling? I, chapters is, yes. I know that Amazon okay. is de, is like deprioritizing book sales. Certain things. Yeah. yeah. Which makes sense. But other companies yeah. where their their bread and butter is shipping books, I hope that they still will. We'll see. Um, so this one is called The Savior. To be honest, all of the characters have ridiculous names. They're all spelled in really strange ways. <laughs> <laughs> but I cannot help but love it. And now they're just like pure escapist comfort reading. It's like when you pick up yeah. a Black Dagger Brotherhood book, you know what you're getting. Like you absolutely yeah. do. There's nothing groundbreaking there. Yeah, there's no expectations to be had. No, it's just <laughs> it is what it is. Like yep. so Well, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people love it for what it is too, right? So. No, and it's a hugely popular series. And I do feel mm-hmm. a little bit bad that I hated the first book so much. It makes me well, think that I should itself. like Yeah, but it makes me think I should like go back. Like what was so wrong with that book that I didn't like it to that level? Yeah, maybe just, you could try. It seems strange. Because I was I mean, looking we, at my we have time. <laughs> Very true. And I was looking at my bookshelves the other day. I own it. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Isn't that weird? I own a book that I hated. (laughs) Are you maybe just misremembering? Maybe you did actually like it. I like looked it up though on my Goodreads. It's literally a two star. I'm just like, maybe that was a mistake. Maybe. (laughs) But yeah, so there we are. Maybe I'm misremembering. Maybe it was bad. Maybe it's like one of those, it didn't find me at the right times. Who knows? Could be. Mm -hmm. Could try again. Yeah. So that's basically me for right now with ebooks. Yeah. Where are you at? Um, I kind of looked through. I was trying to find ones also that were like available because at the I time know, of recording. Yes, at the time of recording. <laughs> right. Or ones that had like were checked out but didn't have any hold, so it would be ready in like a week nice. or two. Also yeah. because if you guys don't know Libby, it is almost kind of like just a digital library where if someone else has the item checked out, you can't check it out. Like you yeah, have we to only place have a hold so on many it. copies. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so but, and also, um, if you didn't know, if you are a Libby user, you can return your books early. Yes. So then other people can get them faster. Yeah. So yeah. Keep that you don't mind. have to worry about overdue fines or anything like that. So. Exactly. No, it's super <laughs> magic. I love the app. It's very, I really like it. Even going through it just to search things. I was like, man, I need to use this more. Cause... Yeah. Well, it's so user friendly. Their new interface is, it is so much more user friendly than their old yeah. interface. It just looks cute and I like it. Yeah. So I was trying to find things that I had read, you know, within like a couple years or so that I would recommend. Um, so the first one I found, it was an audiobook on Libby. Mm. Um, it was Eleanor and Park by Rainbow <gasps> Rowell. 
I love I Eleanor and Park. I know. <laughs> oh my word! I sort of forgot about that. I love Eleanor. It's a good one. It is a good one. So good. Um, so that one it kind of takes place over the course of like a school year in 1986. Yeah. Um, so it's you know a little bit of a throwback. Um, not that I would know, but that's anyway. <laughs> the year I was born. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's kind of like a story about like two misfit teenagers who know that first loves don't really last like at all um but then you know they kind of decide to fall in love anyway and it's just kind of the story of them like you know going through their year and their ups and downs and I don't know it's really cute and there's like sad moments but it is also a YA book um but it's it's really well written I haven't read a thing by um Rainbow Rowell that I haven't liked oh yeah agreed I think I've read all of her books now what's what's the other really popular one that she in YA she has fangirl that's a good Um, one too I'm trying to think and then she has that park in a different one she has attachments but that's an adult one is that the one it is maybe I don't think I've read that one though that's the one where it's like kind of through email right yes oh it's so good communicate through email I'll have to see if that one's there too yeah um so yeah that one's pretty good agreed um, second i was also that. i was also looking what was on my bookshelf and being like oh what what is on libby yeah <laughs> out of these not many um so the other one i've definitely talked about this one before but lily and the octopus by stephen oh, rowley yeah, you did mention that yeah, one i did yeah. mention that one and it is available as an audiobook as well on that was libby. a crying one wasn't it a little bit <laughs> yeah kind of like i don't know it was also heartwarming yeah um, but a little bit of a tearjerker, you know, yeah. the usual. Yeah. Um, but if you haven't heard me talk about it before, it's basically this. Um, this guy has his pet dog, a little wiener dog named Lily. And, you know, over the course of their life, she develops like a little brain tumor. And he, to cope with it, sees the tumor as, you know, like an octopus just like sitting perched on top of her head. Who's like controlling her and making her, you know, not feel that good. Um and so, yeah, it's just, like, their life together and, like, him coping with, like, losing his best friend and, you know, that kind of thing. But it sounds really sad. But <laughs> I was going to say, it's, like, only sad at the end. <laughs> so um, that one is a really good one. I would recommend that, too. Oh, nice. Um, also, another YA. This one is also ebook and e-audiobook. So you have your choice of how you want to listen to it. Nice. Um, but it's The Sun is Also a Star. By oh, Nicola Yoon. I never got to that one. I read. No. What's the other one? Everything, everything. That was a good one too. And I own the Sun is also a star, but I never got into it. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I think they recently uh, made a movie for it too. I do recall seeing something about that. Yeah. Yeah, I never saw the movie, but you know, I'm sure. I'm sure it was good. <laughs> um, so this one, it's almost it's the same um, in the aspect that it's. Um, like a YA kind of romance-ish. Which is my favorite. Um, which, yeah, which is your favorite. I don't <laughs> usually read like a lot of that stuff, but I did enjoy these two. Um, so this one, um, like the the main character, he is um, like a Korean shop owner's son. And then his, you know, love interest is the daughter um, of illegal immigrants who are from Jamaica. Uh-huh. And so he's trying to deal with like getting into like, is it Yale or Harvard? I'm not sure. Like a prestigious university prestigious ivy league school yeah Yeah. and she's trying to make sure her family doesn't get deported oh wow and it's just the off chance of them bumping into each other on the street and then having like a day-long adventure with each other oh um that sounds so cute it is very cute um 
And yeah, so that one was a good one too. I did enjoy that. I don't want to give anything away. Yeah. You know, I know I so badly want to ask what happened to the S. <laughs> I'll ask you privately later. <laughs> yes. Um, and then another one that I have on here. Um, I think this one is a book. I didn't write it down. I think this one was a ebook on Libby, um, but it's The Year of Less by Kate Flanders. It's a oh, nonfiction. I feel like I've heard of that somewhere mm-hmm. in my travels. So, I mean, pretty relevant right now, um, but it's just um, like Kate Flanders. She talks about how, um, like you know, consumer debt it adds up, and how she paid it off, but kind of like got back into old habits with spending money. So oh. it was her going through a year of only buying what you need, so like groceries, gas for your car, the legitimate um, needs, <laughs> yeah, and then getting rid of everything that you don't need. Oh, your house, like okay, your clothes, purging, all cluttering, exactly. Which I think can be useful now. You know, oh for sure, these, we have nothing but time. My laundry times, has never exactly. been so done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I thought that one was pretty good too. Oh, nice. Um. And let's see what else I've got here. Oh, and like if you've listened to this before, you've definitely heard me talk about My Hero Academia. Um, oh yes, it, I watched the show. I've never read the manga. Um, and, and if you don't know what manga is, it's Japanese um, comic books, basically, just a different style of like art mm-hmm. in them. Um, but they're really well done. And I didn't realize that Libby has like all of the. I've been buying them for the YA yeah. collection. <laughs> Well, thank you. Yeah, I think um, I have up to 17 or 18. On yeah, and I saw that, which yeah. is perfect. Um, because if you don't know, like the actual paper copies, I feel like the first one always goes missing like, oh, yeah. right off the bat and then it never comes back. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And so, yeah, these are all on there as ebooks. And there'll be more coming. So, and there will be more. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and if, so if you want to try something different, um, it has such a good storyline and just like really good, likable characters. Um, and if you're looking for anything different, like you read it backwards, right? Like manga, you read from back to front. Exactly. Like the opposite of how we would read a book. So it kind of gives your brain a little something to focus on if you're, you know, need something else to focus on. Yeah. So, and if you haven't got into comic books or manga or anything, like it's a good way to start. Exactly. There's some on RB digital and there's some on, not RB digital. Yeah. No, RB digital. Yeah. RB digital has a ton. Yeah. So yeah. They're fast, easy reads and yeah. good escapism for sure. I would recommend if you do read comic books or manga um, online, if you have like a tablet or even like a computer, um, like it's easier to that. see. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is quite small on the phones. Yeah, that's the only kind of drawback. But you know, you make do. Absolutely. Um, and then I have I have one from RB Digital, um, which we haven't really talked about yet. So RB Digital is another. Um, like platform that the library uses so they strict not strictly but mainly have e-audiobooks e-comic books yeah and manga and then also magazines yes magazines like a ton of magazines yeah so many it's <laughs> like so many yeah um and with rb digital it's interesting too because they don't have like wait times like libby does yeah so if you see a book that you want to listen to you just add it to your shelf check it out and i think it's good for the same amount of time 21 days and you can renew them but there's no waiting so if you can't find something on libby check rb digital because they might have it too or vice versa absolutely yeah um so the one that i have from there um is called braiding sweetgrass by robin wall camera 
Kimmerer. I'm not sure. <laughs> My bad. I'm yeah. sorry, Robin. Um, but I had a few friends like had posted this of them reading this book a couple weeks ago, like on their like Instagram story or Instagram, wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, that looks kind of interesting. I think I'd, you know, want to read that. But yeah. they have it on RB Digital. So I've been listening to it. Oh, nice. Um, so it's about like Robin as an indigenous woman, like she kind of talks about how um like animals and plants and nature were kind of like the oldest teachers for humans okay um so it's just about you know like she kind of circles back to bigger conflicts like you know within society and how we can get back to you know to our roots oh sort of thing um even if you're not like indigenous i think it's a really good read and just kind of you know makes you think about things for sure yeah eclectic Um, picks all around yeah nice. you know some different stuff i'm not a, i'm not a big nonfiction reader some of the time no but, i'm more um, a nonfiction listener you know. so i yes. would just yeah <laughs> i would just give two e-audio recommendations for nonfiction, and one is the body a guide for occupants by bill bryson and okay. that was super wide opening eyes opening um because there's like so many things we don't know about like our own like body systems oh yeah and like the history <laughs> of different sciences and stuff it was a good read. Some of it, like, I freaked myself out a little bit on, like, certain things. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's full of great information. And then my other cool. that I would recommend is the biography of Leonardo da Vinci by Walter Isaacson. It is a oh, long boy. one. I think it's read by Alfred Molina, that, like, that actor, that really good actor. And uh-huh. um, it's a good listen. And you're literally following Leonardo da Vinci's entire life. So that seems like a commitment. It was a commitment, but it was very, it was worth it. Yeah, it was interesting. And it was like my sleepy time book a few months ago. Mm -hmm. So I did miss some things because the timer goes off after hopefully I've fallen asleep. But But you know what? You're not about to rewind. Exactly. More or less, I've got the gist of Leonardo da Vinci's life now. So I would definitely recommend that one too. It would be a good one. Very nice. Yeah. And when we were thinking about all of these like streaming things that people can be a part of now um well could always be a part of we also Mm -hmm. were thinking about podcasts so this is obviously a podcast and we thank you for listening and hopefully you've also subscribed um (laughs) but please subscribe exactly this is our little please subscribe plug but then we thought like what podcasts do we generally listen to and then also, if you're a newbie podcast, or if you're like, oh, I've never listened to that podcast, where do I start? Mm-hmm. Um, I have some recommendations for that, too, because I know that you want them, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, <Yeah>. right. <laughs> this is what I'm telling myself while, <laughs> while in my isolation. Um, so the first podcast that I would recommend is... Malcolm Gladwell's podcast revisionist history and he has a number of episodes and they're all interesting his voice is so good to listen to that really you can start anywhere but my absolute favorite episode that I've listened to his is from season two episode six look at how I wrote things down Um, and it's called the king of tears and it's about why country music makes you cry and rock and roll doesn't And it focuses on the song, He Stopped Loving Her Today by George Jones. Mm -hmm. And it's so good. Are you familiar with that song? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, you need to listen to it straight away. But it is literally like the saddest (laughs) song. 
ever. And then it sort of talks about like different country songs because country sort of has, well, old country, not necessarily pop country, but like old country has a way of like storytelling that that is that true. rock and roll doesn't really. So it can get you like it sort of sneaks up on you and then it mm-hmm. sort of manipulates you into having these emotions. <laughs> which and like, all of a sudden you're just sobbing. Exactly. So I really liked that episode. It was it was really it was just interesting. And yeah, he's cool. he's such a good host and I really like his voice just generally. And yeah, so I recommend that one. Even if you're just like, I don't really want to listen to podcasts, but I'll try one. Try that one, I would say. <laughs> and then I've mentioned this probably more times than I should have done because I'm obsessed. But I love movie podcasts. And the two in particular that I like are from the Ringer Network. And one is Rewatchables and one is The Big Picture. And they do have some... Um, what is that called some like crossover in terms of the hosts because it's always like multiple people chatting about the movies and so they have different hosts so for rewatchables I was like oh which one should I say and then I narrowed it down to three (laughs) and then I was like I'm gonna do the Keanu oeuvre (laughs) of course so unfortunately Conair was on the list but I'm taking it it's a it's a close third. So mm-hmm. I would say if you are looking at the rewatchables, I'd say generally pick one of a movie that you know. That's sort of how I got into them because they do a ton of movies and most of them are rewatchables, which most of them we've seen, you know, before. They're mm-hmm. they play on cable and they're very readily available kind of thing. But I would recommend Speed and John Wick Chapter Two episodes. And both of those episodes are hosted by Bill Simmons. So he's the, I don't know, owner, creative curator, like content person of The Ringer. And he is my okay. favorite. I do like when he is on the podcast. He's not always on the podcast and they're all really good. But I do like Bill Simmons quite a lot. The best. Yeah, I think okay. he might be my favorite. And then they have different people and a lot of like overlap in the different people. So they always talk about you know what makes the movie rewatchable what's the most rewatchable scene and my favorite part is like is this the apex mountain of whomever's career so they yeah (laughs) it's oh i'm obsessed i wonder how many like nicholas cage movies they've done and what they would pay for the apex (laughs) they've done con air face off and what was the other one the rock so (laughs) they didn't call any one of those necessarily his apex but no. like it would be, I don't know if he has one. Like, that would be like his apex time. Like that sort of like mid late 90s of like 95 to like 98. Like Nicholas Cage was thing, like yeah. a box office draw. Like those were three huge movies. Well, that's the thing. All of his movies, they're either like amazing yeah. or they're like the worst thing you've ever yeah. seen. And sometimes <laughs> and they're no kind of amazing for being the worst thing you've ever seen. Exactly. So exactly. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot there for Nicolas Cage. But I yeah. love, yeah, I love all their <laughs> conversations. They're so knowledgeable about films. And I'm just sort of obsessed with films in that way. So I love listening to it. And then the big picture is also like you can get these podcasts like on Spotify, on you know, Google, on Apple, wherever. Um, but big picture is like a sister podcast, let's call it. And um, mm-hmm. I would recommend episode number 161, 
which is a deep dive on Chernobyl, the series. So I really liked that series. I think we talked about it a few months ago. And that's how I got into the big picture. Like they do different, like they'll do top five mysteries or um, like talking about the Oscars or whatever. They do good deep dives there too. But I really liked the Chernobyl episode and it has one of my favorite duos. So Sean Fennessy and Mallory Rubin. So mm-hmm. I like them together. So I would recommend Chernobyl, but only if you had seen Chernobyl. Otherwise, you probably yeah. would be like, I don't care about any of this. Watch it first and then exactly. listen. Yeah. Um, but there's one that like my mom really likes, like the Things You Should Know podcast. Okay. Um, she really enjoys that one. Um, and they do like like I ca- I couldn't even pick a pick an episode to recommend because they're all so like vastly different what they yeah. do like they basically pick a topic and then they just do a ton of research about it and then present it so it's basically um, like what people are interested in there's sort of something for everyone yeah pretty much and like they've done one about like oh, I can't even remember the name of it some chemical that they use is like a, a fake kind of like sugar replacement but like why it's so bad for you like they've done an episode about that they've done an episode about like true crime oh i love like true unsolved crime. cases <laughs> um what else like just anything you could ever think of honestly like why bikes or bikes like something <laughs> like that too. like anything That's amazing. You, to find just scroll through and if there's a title that piques your interest i'd say listen to it because nice. that's a good they, there's two two guys i can't remember their names but they they have like a good back and forth and um yeah it's pretty interesting stuff and it's you know it's informative so you're you're kind of like oh i feel like i need to do something productive just listen to other people talk about smart things and then you feel like you've done something exactly it's my favorite i like to listen to podcasts when i'm doing other things because normally like podcasts are kind of uh let's call it a lonely business it's not like you're getting together a group of like 10 people and listening to podcasts, mm-hmm. you're usually listening to podcasts when you're at home, your earphones are in, or like when you're out in the world, like taking a walk or whatever, earphones are in, exactly. you're doing whatever you're doing. And it's just, yeah, it's intellectual company so that your task doesn't feel like the longest task <laughs> that you've ever undertaken. Oh yeah, they're the best. Yeah. So <laughs> like, that's what we aim to be on this podcast is like a little, little break from all a the things break. and a little yeah. conversation that you can help you do yeah, your chores listen to drop just just picture us helping you fold <laughs> yeah. your laundry and <laughs> clean exactly your see i like that about podcasts because they're usually so contained in like a small period yeah. of time like i like listening to audiobooks but you're never gonna sit down and listen to an entire audiobook in one sitting no. like it's it, i feel like that'd be super rare because you're talking about i don't know between like yeah hours. so you're yeah. not like oh i'm gonna listen to this all day well you're gonna miss stuff and then you probably care that you missed it but podcasts mm-hmm. are you know anywhere between 30 minutes an hour maybe an hour and 15 whatever mm-hmm. you can do your little task that's why i like podcasts it's very good yep very true and even if you do have to pause like it's so easy to pick up yes kind of where you left off yeah and just be like oh yeah i remember what i remember what they were yeah. talking about or you know you just rewind 10 seconds and you're like oh yeah yeah and you're right, right back into it. Like as, yeah, exactly. No, podcasts are good for that. Podcasts are good for a lot of things, but they're very good for that. <laughs> for having little company while you're, yeah. yeah, while you're just doing whatever you're doing. As we are all just doing whatever we're doing. <laughs> yeah. So before we go, 
and do our reading, watching, listening to you. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sage and I are planning on bringing you a podcast a week. Um, yeah. We're not exactly sure of all of our different topics and things, but as we work from home, um, because all of the branches are closed, as you probably already know, um, we are very happy to have figured out this distance thing, which was never our plan. Oh, yeah. We definitely, <laughs> I think, prefer doing it together, but what are you going to do? Um, exactly, we'll figure right? things out. So we plan to bring you a podcast a week, hopefully by Friday of every week. And uh, we'll have all a myriad of different topics. And, and we want to be your intellectual company. We want to be the conversation yeah. you drop in on and, and keep you company for a little bit while you're doing whatever, whatever you're doing. Definitely. And if there's any, you know, recommendations yes. that you guys have, you come across, tweet at any, us, let yes. us know. So because we need ideas. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So you can <laughs> um, reach me on Twitter at what CCs and Sage at S Black RDPL. Yeah. Um, so. Or you can tweet the library directly at RDPL or, you know, message us through Facebook or Instagram. Um, yeah. And we'd love to hear from you. So let us know what. What would you most like to hear from us? Otherwise, <laughs> we will come up exactly. with ideas and, and they will be you might not ask. like them. <laughs> yeah. So Sage, let's get into it. What are you reading? What to listening to? Oh boy. Okay. I am reading. Um, it's called The Debt-Free Lifestyle by Christine Conway. Oh, so you're like super into this right um, now. Because that was your of, yeah. book recommendation also. Or no, or, that was no, um, I mean, like, that was the year of right, less. But like the idea of like. Yeah. But like kind of, yeah. Well, I started reading this one kind of before yeah. everything, you know, started happening in this world. Um, and it's really good because, you know, I'm, I need to start, you know, I, I, I do pretty well planning. with my money. I'm pretty smart yeah. with it, but I need to, you know, plan for my life ahead. So that's a really good book. And it's written by a Canadian. So when they talk about like dollar figures and everything, it makes sense. Yeah, nice. <laughs> you oh, know? perfect. Um, and yeah, and it's really good, you know, talks about mortgages you know all that adult stuff that <laughs> i should probably know more about at this i wish point. i knew more about that and i am allegedly an yeah, adult I'll, I'll let you read it after <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um and i've taken some of your Ooh. advice and I, i'm listening to um a non-fiction Ooh. before bed how's that going for you <laughs> so oh it puts nice. me right to sleep it's great <laughs> um so i'm listening to a brief history of time by stephen oh, hawking cool Good um, choice. that one is on rb digital nice. Um, so you can listen to it if you'd like. And yeah, I mean, I've always found him like super interesting yeah. and like just his life in general is crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I've always I didn't realize that been one, interested in, you know, I didn't realize that one was on RB Digital. I tried reading it in the fall sometime and I just like, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Maybe listen <laughs> yeah. to it. Yeah. Maybe I got to switch up my tactics. Um, so yeah, so I've always kind of been interested in, you know, like space time that yeah. kind of stuff i don't know it, it hurts your brain trying <laughs> it to understand so it does. so <laughs> i just let someone else try to explain Perfect. it to me um and then i'm watching oh my goodness my mom and i started this show yesterday on netflix it's called oh, the tiger king gonna be mine too. yes oh <laughs> my god <laughs> if you guys have not started the show and if you have netflix you need oh, to watch it word. it is insane yeah. And then it just keeps yeah, getting more think... crazy. I think we're only like four episodes in. It's like a docu-series yeah. um, to kind of like true crime. But it's about like <laughs> these, all these different people in the States who have these like big cat. They call them rescues, but they're not. They're like yeah. exhibits and kind of this other lady who has a rescue. And she's trying to get all of those other places shut down. 
and it it just keeps getting more and more nuts. I know you nuts. watch one episode, you're like, this this is this is the top. Like it can't be. <laughs> yeah, and then and then there's like the the three main guys, and you're like, okay, I hate yeah. him the most, and then you're like, actually, I hate him the most. Never mind, I hate him the most yeah. again. Oh, they, oh, that show is yeah, wild. It's, it's yeah. nuts. I can't wait to finish watching it. It is so good. Like you try on what's hap- what's going to happen next, and you can't because it just it outdoes it every time. Oh my word! I, I totally agree with you. <laughs> totally agree with it's you. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I yesterday we'll see how this goes. I make mm-hmm. no promises, but I started reading East of Eden by John Steinbeck because apparently I'm trying to be an intellectual now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like. It's hugely fat. Um, it's like 600 pages. And okay. I bought actually a really nice used copy of like a penguin edition. And so Ooh. I really like aesthetically, I'm very drawn to it. <laughs> it's um, pleasing. Yeah. So I'm only like 50 pages in, but the language is really well used and sort of beautifully written. I wasn't necessarily expecting that. So okay. we'll see how surprise. we'll see how big I get into it. I'm trying. All I'm saying is I'm trying. Um, That's all you can do. Yeah. I was going to also say Tiger King, but since you usurped <laughs> it, I have been watching so much South Park. I don't know why I'm so drawn to it right now, <laughs> but I've been watching so much South Park. It's what I watch a few episodes before bed every night. It's on Crave. Um, so if you have Crave, all of the seasons of South Park, so it's like 20 seasons, are on yeah. Crave. So I've been watching... It's like 100 episodes each. Oh my gosh. I've been watching it, and I just... I'm really into it. I don't know why, but I'm really You know, that's it. a show I, like, never really got into. I remember sort of liking it in the late 90s, because it was, like, taboo to, like, watch South mm-hmm. Park. And I was only, like, probably 11 or 12. So it was, like, also somewhat, like, oh, I can't believe you're watching South Park. Ooh, yeah. la la. Um, <laughs> and then... I didn't have the channels it was on and I always heard about different things in the news because it's always a little controversial. Yeah. Um, And then there were some episodes that I liked along the way and I bought some DVDs along the way and all that kind of stuff. But now, now I'm deep into it. So yeah, I have been enjoying. I feel like, yeah, I I feel like that for me was the Simpsons and family guy. Yeah. Oh, family guy for (laughs) sure. Of being like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm watching this. I know. So taboo. So like (laughs) all those things. Right. Um, yeah. And then I've been listening to actually a romance. So I subscribe to Audible, which is usually where I get my um, e-audio books. I get them from the mm-hmm. library, but I also get them from Audible. And there's an extension on Audible called Audible Escape, which is um, all romance. And you borrow them as you would like a library book. So you don't pay for them. Oh, okay. So you borrow them. Um, so I'm listening to one of my all-time favorites romances which it's just you know to have company in the house kind of thing um and it's called mind to possess um by nalini singh and it's part of her side changeling series which i think i've mentioned on here as one of my Mm -hmm. recent reads and um it's an old one it's one of the first in the series i think it might be fifth or sixth in the series and now the book series has like i want to say 12 maybe more um cool i read it on paper from the library years ago then I bought it on ebook and then I bought it on paper and now I'm listening to the e-audio so oh <laughs> I'm super into that one so I would suggest that one for people too but yeah it's a nice little comfort read and I'm enjoying it nice. that's where I'm listening so that's cool. basically that's us for today 
we, yeah. we hope you're having Thanks a good for week. listening everyone yeah. and we'll yeah hope everyone's staying safe and healthy and, and using know. that social well physical social distancing and yeah. keeping in touch with everybody and remember you can always chat with us we are available on twitter and we'd love to hear from you so do that and we'll probably see you next week well not probably we will for sure see you next week <laughs> we will see you next week and uh we hope everyone's doing well so bye sage bye <laughs> bye everyone. bye guys <laughs> that was good <laughs>